All right, guys, welcome back to the Fit Body Secrets podcast. I am your host, Coach Cheryl. And today I'm going to be talking to you guys about some things that we can think about, some signs that maybe you aren't eating enough food and some things that you guys can be doing to hopefully help get you guys eating enough. And obviously with the goal being that, hey, we want to look our best. We want to feel our best. We want to perform our best. We want to have that fit body that um, I know that most of you guys are looking for. So that is my main goal of today's episode. And if any of these points um, resonate with you, if you have more questions about anything that I talked about today's episode, please feel free to reach out to me. There is always a link in my show notes or in the podcast description to allow you guys to schedule a call with me. There's also an area for you guys to be putting um, any kind of questions you guys might want answered on my podcast uh, in there as well. So without further ado, we're going to hop right into it. So first and foremost, before I go into talking about the signs and symptoms of the possibility that you actually may be under fueling and that might actually be hindering your results, whether it is a fat loss goal, whether it is a performance goal or any of those things. I want to talk to you about one specific thing that is so important for all of you guys to understand is that most people tend to overestimate how many calories they're burning throughout their day, meaning they tend to overestimate how much they're actually moving. And they also tend to underestimate how much they're actually eating. And this is typically because a lot of times little things don't get tracked that they're not thinking really matter. Uh, Food labels can be off up to 20%. And there's just some hidden things in restaurant foods or pre-made meals that we're obviously not always tracking. And I'm going to start, and I'm actually going to just take a second and pull up a little graphic that I have to show you guys uh, that is actually going to help you guys get a visual of this. And this is going to kind of make sure because before I go into talking about, are you eating enough food? It's important for you to realize, maybe I just have to do a better, uh, maybe I just need to get better about tracking how much food I'm actually consuming. Cause it might not actually be overall calories that need to change. It might be the types of foods that you're eating are higher in the wrong kind of calories. And that's kind of what I want to show you guys to start. It's going to hopefully help you guys. So number one is if this is even, if this is even a thought that you might not be eating enough, I'm going to start by telling you guys all to take some time and don't judge me for all the freaking open tabs on my, on my computer. This is pretty typical of me. Actually, this is a lot less than normal. Um, but taking the time to keep an accurate food journal. It is a game changer for you. It gives you so much data, uh, just like tracking your workouts does. If you know where you're at with your, with your lifts, you know how you can improve. If you know what your mile time is, you know how to pace yourself when the rounds are for 400 meter run. So it's just going to make it that much easier. So what you're going to see here on this main page here, and I'm going to try and make it a little bit bigger for you is I've got a few little graphics here in the left top the left top corner. Well, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're on my podcast, you can't see it. Top left corner, you're going to see what it looks like a tablespoon of oil. Uh, And then on the top right, you're going to see a plate full of chicken and broccoli. And I wanted to show you guys that because each of those things is about the exact same amount of calories. And this is where sometimes a person is getting enough food. They might not be getting enough of the right types of foods. And this is huge in Uh, those of you guys in like competitive fitness, like CrossFit or even like, or, or, uh, um, OCR obstacle course races and things like that. Triathlons is getting too much fats and not getting enough carbs and proteins. And so you can see that here, that tablespoon of oil, you wouldn't even notice that that could very easily be on the chicken and you wouldn't even see it. Uh, and then a piece of chicken breast and broccoli is obviously going to look and feel a lot different in your belly. 
And then on the bottom there, you're going to see a handful of chips versus a whole bowl of popcorn. Once again, about the same amount of calories, but one's going to look and feel a lot different in your belly than the other. So it's important to make sure that you're keeping an accurate, uh, an, an accurate account of how much you're eating. And that's going to be to start. So, in, and I'm going to go more into that towards the end of this episode, but if you don't already keep an accurate food journal and you want to dial in your nutrition, that is step number one. It is the precursor to everything that you're doing. Even if you're not looking to track macronutrients, if you really want to understand what is going in your body and how that's going to make you feel, look and perform, keeping an accurate food journal is a piece of that. And it really is not that difficult. I think I should maybe do a podcast episode just talking about that. So little tangent, but I wanted to show you this picture. And then the next picture, what you're going to see is how calories are very easy to get missed. I, I honestly just pulled these up on Google. So these are not graphics that I made, but the difference in these two meals is almost 400 calories. And they honestly don't look that much different. I think that this is a great example for those of you guys that do eat out at a restaurant, how easy it would be for you to accidentally under over portion or under over log a restaurant meal, you know? So it's important to kind of look at things and, and know that it's, it's very easy to miss something. And, and obviously as we're picking things out, we can see the difference in how many slices of chicken there is, how many slices of sweet potato. It looks like that might be cheese little things that are different. And then on this one, it's even harder to tell. You really don't see the difference in this at all. So just want to kind of show you guys that before I kind of roll into the actual topic of the day, which is, are you eating enough food? Because oftentimes there are calories being missed. And oftentimes there is just a misunderstanding of how many calories you're actually taking in or a mis misaccurate tracking of that. So Let's get rolling into this. And I'm going to start off by saying that one of the main signs that you are not eating enough food is that you are always thinking about food. So yes, when you are in a calorie deficit on purpose, meaning you are actually actively trying to lose weight, you are going to have periods of the day where you are hungry. You often might feel that when you leave a meal that you could eat a little bit more. That is perfectly normal because your goal is to slightly underfeed. However, if you find that you like cannot stop thinking about food, uh, it's 7 a.m., you had breakfast and you're already looking at the clock, like I'm not eating again until 11. Like now I'll be honest, there's two pieces of this. Part of it is psychological that when you are trying to restrict your calories a little bit, we start to think about it a little bit more. But if you've been in the sweet spot for a while of tracking food and all that stuff, and you like just can't stop thinking about food you might need to eat a little bit more. And I'm going to talk towards the end of the episode of what looking, eating a little bit more looks like uh, for those of you guys that are in this, in this, in this position. But if you're always thinking about food and you're never feeling satisfied, chances are you might need to up the calories a little bit. Also a psychological piece of this is if every day you're depressed about the amount of food you have to available to eat. So if you are tracking macros, you are tracking calories and you know, your friend's like, Hey, we're going out to dinner and you're looking at the menu and there's like nothing on it that you could eat and feel satisfied on. Uh, chances are you probably are under eating a little bit or the amount of calories that you would be available to eat are not enough for you to feel sustainably satisfied. And so that's going to be really hard for you to consistently do long-term. So obviously, yes, there are some days where like people are going to want something that's really high calorie and that's not going to fill the bill. That's normal. But if every single day 
you're finding that you're really, really, really limited on how many calories you can take in and the types of foods that you're eating, that might be a sign. And once again, I'm going to talk about some, some strategies that you guys can use to make sure that it's not necessarily maybe a calorie thing that needs to be adjusted. There might be some other things that need to be adjusted as well. Um, now we're going to get, kind of go into some of the more prominent things that I'm going to be looking for. And this goes for my clients as well as you guys out there taking a swig of my coffee, guys. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just, I love my coffee. Um, but uh, some things that you guys might want to think about that are more of a physiological or a actual well-being thing. And this is important. So number one that I put on here, and, I, and this is actually on my Instagram post for today, is you have really inconsistent appetite. Hunger and cravings are both a piece of that appetite. So you'll go through periods of time where you're like hungry all the time, and then you have like no appetite. Uh, your cravings will be good. Then all of a sudden your cravings are super high. Now, obviously there's going to be other factors outside of just how much you're eating that are going to play a factor in your hunger and your cravings, like stress levels, lack of sleep, um, you know, training volume, all those things. But if you are inconsistent with your appetite, despite consistency in your life, and honestly, some consistency with your nutrition, chances are you might need to adjust how much calorie, how many calories you're eating. The goal really of a healthy metabolism or a healthy appetite is you should be getting slightly hungry before it's time for you to eat. Uh, and cravings are normal, but they should be controllable and you should actually be able to satisfy them with whatever types of food you're going to eat. So this goes back into the amount of food you have doesn't allow you to build meals that are actually satisfying. And this is huge for those of you guys out there, out there that are following dietary protocols that completely eliminate a specific food group. Um, because that often will make you feel somewhat a level of deprivation uh, or a level of like restriction. And then you wait until that day where you're like, today, I'm going to not worry about that. And then you have as much of it as you want. And then you're back on. So if you're having inconsistent appetite cues, hunger and cravings, uh, whether they be overbearing or not there at all, that's often a sign that there might be some nutrition things that need to be addressed. Inconsistent mood and energy. And those are two different things, but they're often very commonly associated together is because if you honestly, if you're low on energy, your mood's going to suck. And if your mood sucks, you're probably going to be low on energy. So mood is like, you know, having a hard time dealing with simple tasks in life. Like all of a sudden, you know, you, you drop a grocery bag and it, and, and the stuff falls all over the place. And suddenly you would have thought that your dog just died. Like, it's just that overwhelming, like reaction to things. And once again, obviously there is a psychological component of this too, that by nature, some people are just hypersensitive, but oftentimes if a person suspects that they're not eating enough and these things are good, are becoming more prominent, that is a sign of under eating that they're just not their Their mental function is just like not there. And I'll be honest, there's been periods of time when I've been under eating. And one of the first signs that I'm under eating is I start to get ex extremely anxious and I start to get depressive episodes. I, I will go into a training session and maybe I'm having a rough lifting day. And suddenly you would have thought that the world just crashed down on me and I'm crying about it. And, and it really wasn't a big deal. Or I, I just feel tired and, and I'm so emotional about being tired because I can't get through my day. That's happened to me in the past. So if you're finding that you're having a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot of mood swings throughout the day, sign that you're probably not eating enough. And then obviously if energy, you're getting these like mad slumps in the day, um, you know, and, and I'll be honest, I think we all have to learn that there is going to be some energy fluctuations throughout the day, just based on 
if you're not taking restful moments in the day and stuff like that. But if you're constantly finding that you're like trying to pull energy out of your ass and not able to find it, then it chances are you probably need to be eating a little bit more. Um, another one I put on here is poor sleep quality and not just the amount of sleep. So I know that some people do struggle getting enough sleep because of their job. However, if the quality of your sleep sucks, even if you're only getting four hours, it's the worst thing ever. So if you find that you're waking up a lot throughout the night, you have a hard time falling asleep. You wake up and you're like wide awake and you're like staring at your phone and you're like, what do I do? I can't figure out what I should be doing to go to bed. Sometimes it is a sign you need to be eating more food. Um, oftentimes we'll see some blood sugar fluctuations throughout the night, cortisol changes throughout the night. And sometimes just eating a little bit more can help with that poor mental focus. And, and once again, this is another one where like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? Because poor mental focus, poor mood and energy, all of these things are symptomatic of not eating enough, but it could also be that they're all kind of correlated, you know, like when you're not sleeping enough, it's going to make it hard to focus. And if you're not sleeping enough, cause you're not eating enough, that's probably why your focus sucks. Like it's not, it might not be a direct relation, but they're all still related to the fact that you just might not be eating enough food. So when I mean poor focus, it's like, you're trying to work and, and you're sitting at your computer and you're answering emails and like, you're trying to type the words in it and they just aren't making sense as quickly as they should. Or, you know, you're trying to get tasks done and they're just taking you a little bit longer because you get distracted easily. This is often a sign of not eating. And I know that for me, I've, I've learned that when I need to be most creative, I need to be most fed. Um, or at least be in a state where like, I'm not going to think about food for a long time because uh, that's going to allow me just the, the full focus I need on what I'm doing. So making sure that you are focused it, or make sure that you're eating it for focus. Uh, poor digestion. <laughs> I put on my Instagram post today. Nobody wants to talk about poop, but guys, poop is so important. You should be going to the bathroom daily. If not, some people do twice daily. I think that for most people, once first thing in the morning is good, but it really should be a substantial amount. And if you find that you're constantly strained to go to the bathroom, uh, you're just not like going regularly, or you'll go three or four days without going to the bathroom. Once again, this could be stress related, but it also, if you suspect that you're not eating enough, this could be the case. And I'm going to talk more about how to really tell if it is, are you not eating enough towards the end of this episode? So please stay tuned for that. Uh, another big one, especially for men, low sex drive. If you just don't have the, the motivation to get in bed with somebody that you know you normally are motivated to get in bed with, that's a sign that you probably are not eating enough. And, and these things will tend to happen slowly over time, um, but it is important to kind of understand and recognize that these are signs that you need to be picking up the nutrition. Uh, low motivation in life. And then I'm going to go into some of the ones that are a little bit more, uh, well, one that I know that women are going to be familiar with is not getting your period. If you're not getting your period regularly, now I'll be honest, there are some, some rare cases, athletes and things like that. Uh, it's also a sign that you're not eating enough food, especially if you are uh, a leaner individual or a low body fat percentage. I think the two biggest ones that I'm going to put on here, uh, which aren't necessarily signs, but also something that you should be watching out for to, as a cue, uh, which is because these are typically the goals that people had. And if you're not progressing in these two areas, chances are it might be a sign that you're not eating enough or we have hidden calories somewhere. Uh, number one is lack of gym progress. So what I mean by this is like, you've been going to the gym and like, you're just plateaued. Like you're not lifting, you're not getting any, any more, any more weights up on the bar. You're not getting any fitter. Like you just feel like you're just kind of complacent. You might not be eating enough and just eating a little bit more dialing things in a little bit 
is going to help with that. Now, this being that being said, I want to make sure that you guys are consistent in the gym. So if you know that you haven't consistently followed a strength cycle, you're not consistently hitting, you know, touching on those movements that you're trying to improve on on a weekly basis, I would not use that as a measure. And this is where CrossFit kind of isn't a great measure of progress, because if you're following a, a class programming and you're not hitting specific things that you're trying to improve on regularly, because it's built up, not necessarily with a progression in mind. Uh, you might not be able to use that. But however, if you're in a CrossFit gym and you guys are following a squat cycle or a, a pull-up cycle and you're not seeing the progress from week to week and you've been doing the work, you might not be eating enough. And on the flip side of this, if your goal is weight loss, fat loss, you've been in a calorie deficit for a long time and you're just not losing any weight. It doesn't matter how low you drop your calories, you're not getting anywhere. Chances are you might not be eating enough. So that was a lot to talk about. But now I want to kind of give you guys some things to consider first and foremost. Okay. Well, how do I start by knowing how much I should be eating? And I have done an episode on TDE, which is your total daily energy expenditure. Uh, but just a quick review is there is a calculator you can find online. I will actually, there's plenty of them out there. I'll use the one I'll put the one in here that I would recommend. Um, and basically what your TDE is, your total daily energy expenditure is, is an accurate, not accurate. It's a somewhat accurate way to give you guys a baseline of about where you should be. It takes into consideration your basal metabolic rate, which is your body's needs just to keep the lights on upstairs. Uh, make sure that you're breathing. Okay. That your cells are, you know, obviously regenerating and things like that. It also takes into factor, uh, your non-exercise activity. So that's your task during life. So what I'm doing to you guys are doing right now, which is talking to you guys, uh, taking care of like self-care stuff, walking, uh, grocery shopping, you know, doing laundry, all that stuff, your daily tasks. Uh, and then you've got your exercise activity, which is your time in the gym, you know, that, that time spent working towards specific gym goals. And then you've got your thermic effective feeding, which is obviously the uh, amount of energy you burn to digest and break down the foods that you eat. And that is not built into your BMR because not every person is going to have the same diet and your diet can play a big factor into the thermic effective feeding. So, that's kind of how you would figure that out. And the next way to kind of figure out if you're under eating is to, like I said in the beginning, is to start by keeping an accurate food journal and, and then kind of taking a look at where are your calories following in terms of where your TDE is. So if you find that you've been keeping an accurate food journal and you're logging for the average for the week, maybe it's like 14 to 1600 calories, but your TDE says like 21 to 2200 calories you should be seeing weight loss at that point. And if you're not, then chances are you're probably under eating or going into the accuracy thing, making sure that you're accurately tracking things. And if you're seeing that your gym performance isn't going the way you want to, and you should be here and you're here, chances are you might need to bring things up. Okay, so that's, that's one. Now two is the makeup of those calories does matter. And this is where I wanted to kind of segue into a little bit of the difference of, is it, am I not eating enough calories or am I not eating enough food or am I not getting the right balance of food? Cause there's three different things to look at there. And I actually probably should have come up with a little visual for you guys to see, but I didn't. Um, so let's just take a look at this, right? So if your total daily energy expenditure, and we're just going to go with, you know, we're going to go with an even number to keep it simple for you guys. Let's just call it 2000 calories. Um, if that's how much you should be eating, all right, to, uh, let's just call it to lose, lose weight. Well, because most people are fat loss focused. So, um, let's just say you should be eating 2000 calories a day to lose weight. Um, and you've only been eating, uh, let's say you're eating 2000 calories. However, 
if the makeup of those calories is mostly carbs and fats and not enough protein, then before I go dropping calories, I may actually just want to work on redistributing the macronutrients of that for a couple of reasons. One, the thermic effect of feeding will likely be greater. So you might see a weight loss there Two, If this person is also getting hunger cravings, things like that, even though they're getting enough calories, they might not be getting in enough nutrients. So if they're protein deficient, it doesn't matter how many carbs and fats they're getting in. They're not getting in enough protein to get the amino acid turnover that they want to be able to feel their best. So just bringing up protein and bringing down some of those things might not change their calorie intake at all, but it could help a lot. So number one is it might not be a calorie adjustment you need. It might be a macronutrient distribution adjustment you need. It could also be a food volume adjustment you need. And this is where people that eat a lot of processed foods and they find that they're constantly hungry might just want to switch out some of those processed foods for less dense foods. Going back to that popcorn versus potato chip picture I showed you guys before, it might be getting more volume in to feel satisfied because you just might not be getting in enough volume and that might actually help you a little bit more as well. This is where I will often look at fiber intake and looking at how many vegetables and fruits a person's getting in a day as well. So it might not be a calorie adjustment. It might be a macronutrient distribution adjustment that needs to be changed. Now, if it is a calorie adjustment that needs to be made, the first thing that I would do is make sure the macronutrient adjustments are where they need to be and then adjust those macronutrients based on that person's specific goals. So if a person is, you know, not getting in enough protein or carbs or getting in way too much fat, just dropping the fat down, bringing those two numbers up while adjusting their calories might be exactly what they need to do to see better progress. So that's something that I wanted to make sure that I, I talked to you guys about is the difference between it not always being a calorie adjustment thing. It might actually be a volume or it could be a balance of things. So this is also where less is not always best. Sometimes it is best to make sure that you just make little adjustments to what you're eating. And maybe you don't have to drop things at all because I know I made an episode. I'm not sure if it was last week or the week before on metabolic adaptation is that every time we make these adjustments, we are actually adapting our metabolism to those lower calories. And if we can prevent that and keep our bodies eating more, that is good. And I, and I know that for a lot of people, you know, you're like, oh, why do you, why do you want me to eat so much? Why do you want to eat so much? It's not that I want people to feel like they have to like maximize how much they're eating every single day, unless their goals are performance or they're athletically inclined. Um, but if you have a larger budget, it allows you guys that flexibility to be able to be more social, to be able to incorporate foods that aren't always high in quality because you enjoy them. You know, if, if you are only able to eat 14 to 1600 calories a day to maintain your current weight, if we can bump that up to 22 to 2400 now on the weekend, when you decide you want to have pizza, you don't feel guilty because you're like, oh, that's easy to fit in. But when you're on such a, such a tight budget, you have to watch every little thing. And I love using money as an analogy is if you got plenty of the money in the bank, you're not going to be so worried about what you're spending. Whereas if you are on a, a serious budget, you're budgeting every single dollar. And so that's it. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys. Um, if you guys have any questions about what I talked about today, any concerns about figuring out where you're at calorically, um, or if you need to be making some adjustments, should be over a message. I would love to hear from you guys. And that's it.
Have a good day. Have a good week. And good luck in Open 22.2.